0: on today's episode of the Bolds broadcast let the backup tendy competition begin stay tuned Season 4, episode 60 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Groshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon?
1: I'm doing all right. Had better days, had work days. But on the bright side, it's pretty nice out. Sun's shining. Um, not too breezy. Weather's pretty good. We can go out in shorts, don't have to freeze, don't have to sweat. You know, it's just one of, one of those very good weather days. How about you?
0: It is beautiful out today down here in Indy. However, haven't really been able to experience it much. Uh, worked from home today. Instead of going into the office, have some ah. weird issue going on with the, the old foot. I'm not sure if I, like, sprained it or if just because I've been trying to be more active, it's just maybe not as used to it. I'm not really sure, but um hurts like a motherfucker to walk on, so...
1: Um, are you gonna go get it looked at down there, or are you just gonna just gonna vibe through it? Why
0: would I get it looked at? That's stupid. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Who yeah, this no, guy don't take care is. of your body. It's fine. No. What? Yeah. No. No. That, that's on, that's on me. That's my bad. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Uh, I mean, there's no bruising right now. It just hurts. So I figure if it still hurts, and you know, a month from now, then maybe that's when I go look at it.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what I knew you were gonna say. A fucking. Month.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, it was a work from home day and uh, the roommates heading out to the gym right now all sad because I can't spot him. So when he can't get the the 25 pounds up, <laughs> he uh, oh he's going to struggle.
1: That, yeah, D- D- Dylan is catching absolute strays when he's never even going to listen to the show. So Oh, good. he's he staring
0: right at me. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking a little backup goalie competition with the Tampa Bay Lightning as they brought in a new goaltender that could possibly fight for that spot. We'll look at the current uh, playoff. What would you what would you call it? Not rankings. Picture. It's just sure playoff picture playoff. and uh, you know you the, the series and how they're panning out so far. And then after the commercial break, talking about Gabe Landis Cog. And then, of course, the NHL draft lottery, which I know Chase is excited to get to. So we'll have a good time with that. Oh, yeah. But let's start with that backup goaltending situation. First up, we bring in Matt Tompkins.
1: Yeah. So the, the Tampa Bay Lightning have signed goaltender Matt Tompkins to a two year, two way deal. And a little bit random. Um, so Tompkins was on the Olympic team in the 21 22 season, which, of course, did not feature NHL players. But he played very well in, in those Olympics. Been spending the last two years over in the Swedish league was originally a Blackhawks pick, um, seventh round, tw- 20, 2012, Never played any NHL games. Um, played a little bit between the American League and the East Coast League. Uh, you know, prior to that, played at Ohio State. So he's a ninety four birth year, twenty nine years old. Um, by the start of next season, doesn't have any NHL experience. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, there's there's been guys like this in the past, but usually those guys are, you know, native Europeans that just finally came over from their country. Whereas, you know, Matt, he is someone that has spent some time in North America because he is a Canadian, obviously, and has only been overseas for two years. So is he going to come and take the backup job? I don't know. I really hope that they're not signing just him and saying he's the backup. Let's go. Uh, I hope that they still bring in one more, even if it is a like borderline guy in the offseason and, and see who wins the job but if you're just trusting him to be the backup we've seen these types of moves backfire pretty quickly so we'll see but he does have a good track record over in europe he had a very good Olympics, so I, I think he'll at least put up a good fight
0: yeah and i think at the very least it needs to be a competition from within with the guys we have right now uh i agree i think best case scenario we go out grab more competition for this backup position because uh right now we know brian elliott he really struggled this year His contract is up this offseason, likely not to be re signed based on his performance this past season. A 3 4 goals against an 8 9 1 save percentage. He really struggled, really showed his 38 year old uh, kind of age there. So when you look at the goaltenders currently in the system, obviously Matt Tompkins, Chase just mentioned. He's played well overseas, had a 9 11 save percentage uh, in the SHL this year, played well in the Olympics. You've also got Hugo Onnefelt, uh, one of the young guns. He's been playing in Syracuse, a 9.04 save percentage this year. Nick Malik, another young gun. Um, I'm not really sure he is ready to take that step into a backup role. And then, finally, the last goalie that, um, you know, you you could keep your eye out for Max Legacy. He had uh, the majority of the games played this year in the AHL. He was the starter for the majority of the time, but he didn't necessarily perform great. So those three names really Tompkins on legacy. I think those are the three that right now would head into that competition, but I would like to see someone else get moved into that.
1: Yeah. So starting with Nick Lake, he, he's the one that I saw, um, you know, pr- pretty close in person over in the OHL. Um, he's the kid, the, the son of uh, Monica Malik, who was a, uh, you know, a decent tenured NHL defenseman. Um, but like Nick's probably just never that guy. I, I you know, I'm watching him play. He never really did it for me. So I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. So he's not really in the mix when it comes to the others. If I had to guess, you know, the best, they'll probably give the best odds of the in-house um, person other than Matt Tompkins. who he, i felt someone that they spent draft capital on someone that they've been developing, probably give him that chance, but I still expect one more to be signed. Probably someone who's, you know, mid to late twenties, maybe early thirties, who has NHL experience. Um, they can come into backup, but We'll see, Um, you know, maybe even if it is a guy just like, you know, not Andrew Hammond, but someone that's in that Andrew Hammond category where, like, you know, they're not really a full-time NHLer, but they could go and have some success. That's the type of guy I'm expecting them to sign. So there will be a little bit of a battle, um, but I wouldn't expect it to be, like, you know, super riveting or exciting by any means.
0: Yeah, and it'd be cool to see Anafel actually come in here and be that backup. But at the same time, only 21 years old, I'm not super excited, per se, to see him come up and potentially have a bad start to his young career. Obviously you want those guys to get a good start and get that confidence up because if you derail a goalie's confidence, it could be real trouble. And he played decently in the AHL this year. Would like to really see him dominate an AHL season before we see him come up as a full-time backup for Andre Vasilevsky.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm in the exact same boat and it's exactly why I think one more is coming in. So it'd be cool to, if he can get the majority next year but it really it's kind of depending on him at this point if he takes that step then he will but if he doesn't take that step then I think the writings on the wall at that point it's it's probably not getting any further than the organization
0: absolutely all right let's take a look at the current playoff picture um well by the time you guys hear this we might have an Eastern Conference finalist as the the Florida Panthers up three to nothing over the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. They played a night. Obviously, we don't know who's won that yet, but you guys might be seeing little brother in the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Yeah, man. Wouldn't that be something? Um, It's shocking because I I thought that if Toronto won won the series against us, which obviously they did, and um, Boston, since they lost, I figured that Toronto was just going to go on a run and at least get to the finals. But... Yes, it's it's not meant to be, and there's always a chance they can come back and you know get the reverse sweep. It's happened before. Um, it doesn't happen a lot because it's it's just so hard to do. It's really hard to win that many games in a row after you're already down a bunch. of Morale's kind of low, and the other team's feeling super high. So it's definitely difficult to do, but it is possible. Am am I gonna am I gonna bank on that happening? Probably not. But they they could squeak out a win. Um, Toronto in the next game, maybe even two. But it would be it would be something to see if Florida get the sweep after Toronto fans just. Went nuts and all the Leafs players were getting drunk after winning against us. Um, it would it would be kind of funny to watch Florida win.
0: Yeah, Karma's a bitch, eh? It's funny. Big brother's out of the picture, little brother steps up, becomes the man of the the state, I guess. Um and potentially could be headed to the Eastern Conference Finals. And we were critical of the Panthers. We thought they had a very solid team last year. Uh, however, they could not get past our Tampa Bay Lightning. And then in the offseason, they go trade Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Wieger for Matthew Kachuk, and Matthew Kachuk's a great player. But so were Mackenzie Wieger and Jonathan Huberto. We thought there's no way that works out for Florida. Sure enough, Matthew Kachuk has been an absolute demon in these playoffs and a demon for the Panthers overall.
1: He's just killing it. The one game, I don't remember which one it was, he had nine hits in the game, just unbelievable, but... Really, he, he's been such a good fit for that team. And, you know, I'm a fan of John Huberto. I love Mackenzie Weaver. I think he's just, you know, incredibly underrated. He's finally getting that recognition over the last couple of years. But for a long time, he was underrated. But Matthew Kachok, I mean, this guy's the ultimate playoff player. Like, the way he plays is what you want out of your playoff performance. And sure enough, you know, he he's playing to, to kind of those expectations. He... Fills every role that you need out of you know someone that you expect to be a leader, someone you're expecting to score, someone you're expecting to you know get gritty. Like he just he does it all. He he draws penalties. He just like if if every team had like or I should say, how to put it this way, every team wants a Matthew Kachuk when they're going into the playoffs because it just brings a whole new element to your team, and he really could be the X factor going forward the rest of this way.
0: And I'm starting to think that the comparison on draft night was spot on because Rob Gronkowski. Or no, no, it was J.J. Watt, wasn't it? Yes. Either way, both Rob Gronkowski, J.J. Watt, Matthew Kachuk, all three of them huge primetime players, huge clutch players. J.J. Watt, when him and the Texans were able to make the playoffs multiple years in a row in the early 2010s and consistently eliminated my Cincinnati Bengals, obviously he performed huge, and we see the same with Matthew Kachuk right now, playing absolutely tremendous in the playoffs up to this point. All right, let's look at the Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers. The Knights are up 2 to 1 and it's it's starting to get concerning for McDavid, Drysdale and the rest of the players that not aren't really there to be fair. But nonetheless, this Vegas team has looked really good.
1: They know that they absolutely have and you know, this it's definitely like a fun series i'm, I'm really enjoying this one but they, vegas they kind of rolled the last game so it, it'll be an interesting bounce back to kind of see from edmonton i think they're going to do it i think they're going to come back in a big way maybe you know I, I i shouldn't say in a big way i guess i think they're going to come back and you know put up a pretty good fight if i had a guess they end up coming out with this game um maybe they win big maybe it's a good battle i don't know but you know, I I'm saying this is at least a you know a five plus goal game for, for Edmonton. I, th- I think they're gonna come out, you know, just absolutely guns blazing. Um, kind of see what they can do against Vegas. But this is, you know, the the one that I, I'm really looking forward to tuning into. Uh really tonight's slate just in general. Um, hopefully all the listeners tuned in because by the time it's released, obviously the games will be done. But it's just it's a really good combo of the games, just based on that Vegas Edmonton series being so exciting. In Florida-Toronto looking at, you know, a potential series ending game. So hopefully you guys have tuned in and and really enjoyed it because I think we're going to get a hell of a game of the 7th to Vegas one.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those matchups where you kind of overlook some of the other storylines. Obviously, McDavid-Dryside will be in some of the best players in the world. uh, One storyline I just completely forgot about until recently was McDavid versus I mean, those two were the top dogs coming into the 2015 draft. It was pretty unanimous. McDavid was that guy, but Jack Eichel, he had some real fans out there. There were people out there that preferred him. Not many, but there were some, and they get to go at it. And it really hasn't been fair since Eichel's injuries and, and everything, but he's still been a talented player, still been a productive player for that team. So if him and Vegas get a one-up on Edmonton, I'm sure there's going to be people talking about it.
1: Oh yeah, for, for sure there is. And it, it's a similar battle to what we got with Crosby and Ovechkin and a similar battle to what we might get here with Connor McDavid and if in the future, we'll talk about that at the latter half of the show, but it's that type of thing where it's two, you know, two high end players, Um, you know, right now, like the other two, like not the Crosby Ovechkin ones, they're from different drafts, but the other two from the same draft, but still two high end players that could be regarded as, you know, like top of their sports or just, um you know, regard as these top of their draft classes for these other two Um and just kind of kind of going back and forth, making for exciting series like within the conference. Um So I'm really looking forward to it just to kind of see if, you know, Jack Eichel, who's really compared expectations is underwhelmed his NHL career. Part of it because of injuries, you know, part of it is because like he just hasn't produced. It's a little bit of both, but if he can kind of turn it on and, and step up and, and beat McDavid in this one, that'll be a soul crusher. To the Oilers, first of all, uh, the Oilers fans like that would that would just be a killer, and then it would just kind of be Jack Eichel, you know, getting able to kind of kind of big schlong at him, saying, "Yeah, look who can win when it matters."
0: Yeah, and then we move on to one of the more disappointing series of the second round, that being the Hurricanes and the Devils. Uh, you would expect that these two very high power offenses to score a lot, but at the same time, the closest game we've had was a four point difference when New Jersey had their only win 8-4. to four. Other than that, we've seen 6-1 yeah. victories by Carolina. I think the, their first one was a 5-1 victory, so that's another four-pointer. Point, four but these games haven't been close. And unfortunately, well, I mean, I'm not, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I like both teams. Uh, but Carolina has come out on top more than New Jersey has.
1: Yeah, and I'd rather see New Jersey win, but like if Carolina wins, whatever it is, what it is. But it's been a really strange series. It, you know, I, honestly, I, I I might slam the under on this one because it's probably going to be set relatively high just because of how this series went. Um, I, I think New Jersey actually does squeak out with this win, extend it to at least six, and I think it's going to be kind of a, a close battle. Maybe because the like you know maybe not because of the goal goaltending play, but maybe just because the guys aren't scoring. But there, there's always kind of y- yin and yank to it. I mean, even in that Pittsburgh Philly series all those years ago, where scores were like 10 to seven, nine to eight. There's, there was still like a three to two game in there. So um, that, that, that if that's going to happen to this one. I'm calling it this game. So bet the under um, for all of my sports betters out there. But it, I, I just hope this one's just like a, a closer game. Cause even though goals are fun, it's not fun watching teams lose by four plus.
0: Yeah. It in playoff hockey, you need close games to keep up the tension and really, have the best experience, and we haven't gotten that whatsoever out of the Devils and Hurricanes. And then when we look at the Kraken and the Stars, we've got a two-two series. The first two games were close, but the last two, not really. We saw the Kraken actually smoke the Stars in Game Three. I think it was seven to two, and then last night or two nights ago, last night, I don't know, whatever it was, the Stars beat the Kraken like six to three. So the last two games haven't been close. The first two have. What are we looking at for the future of this series?
1: You know, that that one's going to be interesting because it really has been a couple, you know, really, really big wins as well. Like, you know, started off close and a couple of big wins. I, I think with how much trading off there is, it's still going to be a close series. Um, regardless, this one, I can kind of see it going to seven. Whether there's another blowout or two, I don't know. But I do think it's going the distance. And it's two teams that I'm rooting for. Regardless, whoever moves on, it's a team I'm rooting for. It, it'll 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 be fun. But it I, I really don't know who I'd say has the advantage in this one because you'd say after that, you know, 7-2 win for Seattle. They only have like 25 shots in net or something. So like it's like okay, you know they they're finally the back of the net. This seems pretty convincing. But then when you let up six the next game, it's like okay now I don't know what the hell to think. It's like it's like it's definitely a confusing one where I truly think any team can can win on any given night in this one. Um, and any team could obviously score six goals in any given night. I don't expect it to be that high octane offense going forward. I think it'll it'll definitely slow down. Maybe all three of these last three games. I don't know, but. It should, it should definitely go down to the wire.
0: Yeah, and the NHL playoffs and the NHL as a whole is a very game-by-game game basis. I mean, you look at Boston. They were unbelievable throughout the regular season, unbelievable through the start of the playoffs, and then they kind of just crumbled as they hit the midpoint of round one. When you look at the teams remaining right now, which potentially there's only seven after tonight, we'll see, Um Is there any team right now that is really caught your eye, has really impressed you, and you're thinking, man, this might be the team that goes all the way? Or are we looking at the Carolina Hurricanes and looking at the Florida Panthers and going, well, the competition, I feel like they're lacking right now. Sure, they're winning big games, but the competition isn't there. Maybe Vegas is looking better. Any team that's sticking out to you?
1: No. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) But. It, like in all reality, like, yeah, they, you know, we're looking at potentially a, a sweep, potentially a, f- a five-game series win. But when I watch these teams play, I don't like. Oh, they're they're a front runner. They're 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 the team to beat. You know, like, I don't think they have any of these teams. I think all of them can go on and win. I, I don't say there's a clear cut favorite for me. Like I, I really don't have you know any expectation to lean one way or the other. I I could really see any of these remaining teams truly winning it.
0: Yeah, I. I hate to say it. I don't know if I can see the crack in winning. They've been playing great so far, but I feel like they're just just not quite there. But who knows? We'll see. If they go on and win it all, that I would love that. I'd love to see it out of the boys.
1: Yeah, no, it'd be cool. And to see a Seattle Vegas um potential like Western Conference final, that'd be fun as well.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to head to a quick commercial break on the other side of that commercial break. I'm going to be talking about the old draft lottery. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. If you head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, head over to the NHL and Team Futures, there's some pretty good odds going on. With three of the biggest favorites in this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs being eliminated early on. We now see the Maple Leafs sitting atop the NHL championship odds. You look at the Oilers next, the Dallas Stars and Vegas. Those round out your top four. While you have the underdog Seattle Kraken sitting at plus 2,000. Some pretty good odds out there. Make sure to head over, check it out, and place whoever you think is going to win the Stanley Cup. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelpline.com ma.org in New York call 877 8 hope and y or text hope and y Kansas call 800 522 4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for offer details see draftkings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffees starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. With my student loans catching up to me, I head to Raycon.com. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less ...than you would with some of those more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now, pay-later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. My three favorite components of the Raycon earbud, the earbud's tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. When I'm in the gym and my partner won't shut up, I just pop those bad boys into noise isolation and go to work. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off raycon.com slash thpn shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and raycon thanks so much for sponsoring the show jason any bets on the sports book outside of the under when it comes to the new jersey carolina series
1: i do and you know i'm going to talk about the couple i've already placed and then we're going to go over one together that well i'm going to mostly ask you for one and then we're going to go with whatever you tell me so Couple that I have placed. Um, we'll start with. I've got moneyline tonight. I've got Panthers and Oilers just just combined. I got twenty five bucks on that. So you know we're looking for a Panther sweep and then an Oilers. Um, you know even up the series. I got another interesting one though. I bet first goal scorer parlay, Carter Verhege uh, for the Florida Panthers. And then Leon Drysaddle for the Edmonton Oilers comes out to plus eighty nine hundred. Mm. So we're gonna, be, we're gonna be rooting way harder for that one, and then I also bet each of those guys individually, um, just you know, five bucks a piece. And then I also threw this one out there just for the hell of it, uh, you know, sprinkled two dollars fifty cents on it. Carter Verhage, Leon settled, parlayed together both to have hat tricks. Um, that was plus thirty five thousand five hundred and fifty. Oh, so whew. we're we're gonna root for that one as well. Obviously, that one's really unlikely, but it's. The, the crazy thing is, you know, Leon Dry plus um ten fifty for that. So that means like really they're expecting Dry to have a hat trick one out of every ten games, So that is what that's saying. Like mm-hmm. which is just just wild that he's that good. And then the other one that I bet um altogether was Barkov. anytime goal score, Florida Panthers winning, and then over six and a half in that game. That was plus four twenty-five.
0: Okay. I hey I like the Verhage and Dry first goals one. Uh, Dry Sidle feels like the obvious one in that series. I mean, guy has been unreal this playoffs. I think mean, what's he at thirteen goals, something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Verhage, a uh, little bit more of an underrated pick, but it's it's one that makes sense. I mean, Verhage has been so good this year, and so to see him score the first goal wouldn't shock me whatsoever. So I like I like those and- first goals.
1: Yeah, and remember for Carter Hagee, this is a an elimination game. Toronto is the first team that just gave up on him. Sent him over to Tampa. He had a good breakout year. Now he's in Florida having, you know, a very strong career. And Toronto's like, yeah, we're gonna kick you to the curb. You're worth nothing to us. So he's like, All right, time to go sickle mode on these guys, and he's going he's just gonna gonna rip them up. There we go. And
0: I and I hope he gets the hat trick. You know, helps out the bet and makes it look even better. But uh that that one it makes sense why it's got such high odds. Him and dry saddle both getting a Hattie.
1: Yeah, like it's that, it's obviously wild. So here's what we're going to I'm gonna have you pick for me. The correct score in the Edmonton Vegas game, like picking the winner as well. So what winning team and, and what the correct score is going to be, whatever you want, just tell me what it is. And then I'm going with it.
0: Mm. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm on the spot. You know, I've lost yep. all my money in the sports book, right?
1: Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna take a shot here.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure you knew that before. Maybe put like twenty five cents on it.
1: All right, put a dollar.
0: Give me, give me Edmonton six to four.
1: Six to four. Hell yes.
0: Gonna be a high scoring game.
1: Plus forty five hundred odds. I've only got a dollar, so the dollar would pay out forty six if it hits, which. It's my lucky number, 46, so it sounds like it's going to happen.
0: Huge. I hope it does. And then, it, you know, if it does, I might have to pop another five bucks into the sports book. We'll
1: see. Oh, you'll absolutely have to. So you're, you're going to be rooting. I'm going to be rooting heavy for this one. Like tonight, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate so hard at every single goal.
0: There you go. All right, Landis Cog, uh, unfortunate news for him, but after some surgery, he's going to be out all next season.
1: Yeah, dude, it's been a tough couple of years for Gabriel Landis Cog. Um, you know, obviously it's great for him to, um, you know, he, he won the cup last year. That's like that. Obviously he got to win his first day on the cup, captain of the team. That was great. But then when it came to this season, you know, just, just horrible luck, didn't get to play in any games due to injuries. And now he's not good to play next year either. So two full seasons, no hockey games. Like that's, that's terrible. That's Especially for someone who, you know, the sports his passion, it's his life. He, you know, he's le- the leader of the team. Not being able to be on the ice, it's it's really unfortunate. You know, I feel for Landis Cog. Um, it, it definitely does suck. So, just hope he gets better soon.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. I did not know that he missed every single game this season. That's,
1: that's really mm-hmm. tough. It, it's just been horrible luck. Horrible and then,
0: luck. And then looking since 2019-2020, he hasn't played over 60 games. So... He uh, he's definitely been struggling, but uh, hoping all the best for him and his it's it's a knee cartilage transplant that, is that right? Yeah, hoping all the best for that and uh, Landis Cog and hopefully he can get out there and stay out there um, sooner rather than later. But finally, let's talk about the NHL draft lottery. We had to uh, and I, I think that I think both of us. Kind of feel like it might be a joke, but at the same time, like there can be some skepticism. But I think we should at least talk about how many people are saying the NHL draft lottery is rigged.
1: Yeah, so we'll start off with the winner. In case you did not see, the Chicago Blackhawks have been awarded the first overall pick for the second time in franchise history. The last time they picked first overall, they selected a guy by the name of Patrick Kane. He's all right. We wanted to have some successful. For- yeah, we wanted to have some success for that organization. And. Everybody but Chicago fans were up in arms. Um, you know, if, if it were just the standards, the show went on, like nothing crazy happened. Like, Yeah, the people would be upset, like their own fan bases would be upset. But um, people wouldn't be, you know, rioting people and teams in the playoffs wouldn't be saying anything. But sure enough, on the broadcast, you know, we get all the way through pick 16 or from pick 16 to pick four. No movement at all. Not that surprising. Like, you know, the odds are like that it's going to be the top three teams kind of kind of stay there but there's always a chance someone moves, but no one moves, whatever. And then as going to commercial, you're still three, the top three teams based on order. It went Anaheim Columbus, and then Chicago. So that was one, two, and three. And then as we're going to commercial, Kevin weeks goes, there you have it with, with the first movement in the draft order, Chicago Blackhawks will be picking one or two. And then it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And then it just cuts to commercial. Nothing was ever said about it on the broadcast. So now it's like, all right, all right, all right. Well now did the NHL just like, Script here? Are are they rigging this? They rig- they rigging the shit. They let Patrick Kane walk and then immediately transition to another superstar. Like what? What the hell is this all about? And so people were upset. I was upset. I would have much rather see him go to, to a team like the Red Wings or the Blue Jackets, not the Blackhawks. They. It's it's garbage that they really did not get penalized for all the sexual assault stuff they had going on. Like there was no punishment at all. From it was just absolute garbage. Like Arizona gets draft picks stripped away for illegal workouts, but Chicago gets a little slap on the wrist for covering up crimes. It's an absolute joke, and now they get you know rewarded with the first overall pick. Is this the NHL trying to cover up all those? like all that bad press allegations. I don't know. Kind of maybe feels like it.
0: I feel like it just brings it out more. And I mean, you look at the New Jersey devils and Ilya Kovalchuk and his contract that was completely legal at the time. And they got stripped of draft picks, didn't they? When he went and left for Russia.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: And yeah, Chicago gets nothing, but I I think it is funny because it could have been to try to cover that up. But Twitter uh, they were on it immediately. They uh, Kyle Beach was trending, and the Blackhawks obviously trending, but not in the way the NHL would have hoped. Um, so it was not a good look there. And then also, when we came back from commercial, after Kevin Weeks said the Blackhawks would be picking one or two, said Columbus had the third overall pick, Bill Daly then goes, good luck to our remaining three, Columbus, Chicago, and uh, Anaheim is like, what do you mean good luck? It was just announced. And sure enough, Columbus Dude, gets turned over at three.
1: Both Bill Daly and Kevin Weeks, like, they struggled talking because they knew that, oh, yeah, we, we fucked up here. Like, Bill Daly, his voice was trembling uh, a little bit. Kevin Weeks just kind of didn't spit words out. He was very quiet on the announcement of each pick after that, and then sure enough, they flip over the Anaheim Ducks picking second, and their logo's just backwards. Like, just mm-hmm. not that it matters that much. Just a little kick in the nuts. Like, yeah, you guys moved down, and we and we messed up your logo. You Kick rocks. Just just a little shit like that. So so stupid. Um, it, it really is disappointing. I'm just I, I'm tough tough day tough day.
0: Yeah, and as someone who's been in a production studio uh thanks to my schooling um Kevin Weeks would have known that Columbus would be three before um yeah it's sure. no no shock there so anyone saying that specifically is what the rigging of the draft lottery is that's not the case he, he would have known that however at the same time I think it would have been so much cooler and would be so much cooler going in the future if we got live reactions on the broadcast. Because, I mean, you listen to live commentary, it's so much more exciting than, you know, scripted, scripted shit. So uh, I I would have liked to see something different and hopefully, you know, it's not going to happen, but hopefully uh, it changes. But I I kind of understand why people are up in arms and think it could possibly be rigged because moving on from Patrick Kane and immediately getting Connor Bedard an original six franchise, it's a little weird.
1: It it really is, and it's gonna make me sick to my stomach seeing him in a Blackhawks jersey. Like, I, dude, I uh, God, I'm angry, dude. Like Jay Fresh's poll that he put up that you know Dave Lottery draft, you get to go vote on on the. Google for him. and it was pick one team that you least want him to go to or not one team it was multiple teams that you're just like an absolute gross and I picked Chicago and then it was all the other question was um which team do you th- like do you wholeheartedly think he is going to and I picked Chicago because I, j- I just had a feeling that shit was not this shit this way was going to happen but sure enough this happens and now I just get to sit here angry for the next like three years until I finally just get over the fact that he's just going to carry Chicago to to freaking, you know, the promised land once again.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at his poll overall. Here's question number three, the one you were just referring to. Choose the teams that it would actively piss you off to see Connor Bedard end up on. 3,700 people answered, uh, nearly 4,000 people, and it was a runaway. Chicago was 62%. The closest to them was Montreal at only 32%. So, uh, no one outside of Chicago is happy about the situation. And, uh, I just don't know if, if it is rigged, why can't we build up other markets? I mean, Chicago can stand on its own as an original six franchise as a multi-time Stanley cup winner in this decade, or maybe not decade this century, uh, why can't they stand on their own merit and have Connor Bedard go build up the Columbus Blue Jackets or go build up another franchise?
1: I I, I agree, man, and I, I I would I really think Columbus was the best fit for him in terms of like not just for him being the face of a franchise that would happen almost anywhere, but also them being able to promote a you know a franchise that really has not done anything. They had one superstar in Rick Nash and like his career is kind of cut short and, you know, the injury and stuff, he never got to fully live up to his true potential. It would have been a great fit, but instead, you know, he's just, he's going to Chicago. It's going to keep that, you know, franchise alive and prospering again. And we're going to see, you know, like the markets like Columbus and Arizona, just kind of, just kind of be left in the dust.
0: Yeah. And let us know your thoughts on Connor Bedard heading to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, at Bolts Broadcast on Twitter. Feel free to send us a tweet there letting us know your thoughts about it. Uh, I'd be surprised if there's people out there that uh, are listening to this show that are happy about it, but uh, I'd be interested to see for sure. Let's move on to hockey name of the day, the final segment of the show, and this does not look very fun. We've got... Pangea? Can I just say Pangaea?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think you can say that. No.
0: Panagiotis, Mavritis. That's like a disease, Mavritis?
1: So Panagiotis, so, pa- panagiotis. panagiotis, got that? Okay. Mavritis.
0: Mavridis. Mm. Yeah,
1: panav- so yeah, Panagiotis Mavritis. and our, so our boy um, as, as he gets called, um, you know, on the AKA is, uh, Panos Panos. What I, that part is, I'm not sure, but he is a 19 soon going to be 20 year old, um, Greek. So born in Greece, um, Greek content producer, actually. He, um, he's on some, um, Canadian like radio show or like, um, in, in Ontario, but he is going to be playing for Greece in the 23, 24 Latin America cup as well as be the general manager of the team. Oh. So he's managing the team as well as playing for the team at 19 years old. And he's this like radio show host. And um, I don't remember if it was him or somebody else. Like they, they had had a screenshot of the elite prospects trending like little graphic. And they said, let's see if we, if we can get our boy Panos trending on elite prospects. And sure enough, he was the second trending player as when I, when I last checked and his profile has right now, 13,478 views when it probably had all of like 30 the day before.
0: I I just went to elite prospects and I see him right here. That's uh gotta be one of the cooler stories we've heard on hockey name of the day, a 19 year old that is going to be the GM and player for Greece after being a content creator. That is something.
1: Yeah, it, it, it really is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's gonna do it with the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you could hit him with an outro.
1: As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, at Bolts Broadcast. Follow the hockey podcast work on Twitter at hockey podnet. at hockey podnet. While you're at it, go follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Make sure to go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the pods of the network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy-peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever this thing. listening, rate is five stars. Thanks for questions, comments, concerns. We'd appreciate it. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon.
0: Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.